irrespective of gender, whether it be male, female, or third gender, one thing they should explore immediately after the completion of graduation or in, during the graduation phase is to think of technical writing as a lucrative space and not as a dying career. Now, most people have this assumption that technical writing is a, at the bottom half of the pyramid, but that's not completely true. Welcome to the Knowledge Based Ninjas Podcast, where Gowri Ram Kumar of Document 360 finds the best SaaS self service knowledge bases in the world and then interviews their creators. Let's get started with today's episode. Good day, everyone. Our guest today is Ashok Nayak, technical writer at Find. Welcome, Ashok, to the Knowledge Based Ninjas Podcast. How are you doing today? Thank you so much, Gauri. It was a pleasure. And yes, I'm doing well. Thank you. Fantastic. Fantastic, Ashok. So before I move into a lot of questions, because I'm really looking forward to hear a lot from you today, just help me to understand a little bit more about yourself and how did you initially get into documentation, please? Yes, of course. So I have been in this field for last 5.5 years. I started off my journey working for an MNC. And uh, therein, I got into the role of a quality assurance engineer. Uh, but soon I made the transition into technical writing. And that's uh, quite interesting because uh, writing is something which I have been doing for the last eight years. And I started it in 2014. So in the beginning of my journey, in the beginning of my writing journey, I used to do blogs, uh, social media posts, and I did a couple of freelancing as well. So even before I started my career into uh, any of the industry, I had already stead fo- uh, I had already kept my foot into freelancing. So okay. that is how I built uh, my expertise into writing. Post that when I entered entered into corporate, one thing which I did was to connect with the right set of people who were into documentation because I knew one thing for sure that writing is a temporary. What do we say? A temp. Contemporary content writing is not something that I would like to do in the longer run. And of course, technical writing and documentation is something that is required in the industry. And for that, I need to know the right set of tools. So uh, that is how I connected with the right set of people in TCS. TCS was my first company, by the way. And post that, I went into a startup, my current company, that is Find. And here I have been leading the technical writing team so far. Great, great. So it's absolute pleasure to know how you switched from one role to the other role. And uh, eight years of uh, being in the same industry is a a big uh, achievement, Ashok. Well done for that. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about your graduation as well. So you've got a Bachelor of Engineering in Electronics. That's correct, Gauri. How has that helped with your technical writing career, Ashok? Well, an entry into engineering is something which most people do immediately after the completion of HSC or in other words, we call it 12th standard. Uh, you have this option of going into multiple fields and especially if you have did science, the only two fields that are open up for you is either doctor, uh, you being uh, go, you going into medical field or engineering field. Of course, uh, doctor or being in medical field was not something which I preferred. So I went into engineering. Now, the thing is, uh, you do not have something called as communication engineering. So you have no other scope 
other than entering into any of the industry which is suitable. So electronics engineering was something which had a lot of demand and it still has a lot of demand, especially when you want to know about new core technology and hardware that are being built in power industry. So yes, I went into electronics engineering, but completely I had this thing in mind that uh, whatsoever this engineering, uh, the entire four years of engineering will help me to build a persona that is more geared towards communication and uh, technical communication per se. So a few of the subjects which we had in engineering, of course, I would not, uh, I don't remember the subjects, but then a few of the subjects were such wherein you could build your writing skills. And we had professors in our college who were extremely, extremely good at that. So I built my right contacts in the college as well. And I knew about the nuances and uh, the benefits of going into the industry. So with mm -hmm. the help of right contacts and uh, with the help of right subjects, I built my expertise into that. So one thing is, I do not have any regrets of doing electronics engineering. It has been remarkably great. It took me in the right direction. Great, great. Yes, you're absolutely right with that answer, Ashok, because a lot of the things that we learn in engineering may not be put into a practical usage, but that also gives a lot of uh, uh, guidance on how things can be perceived, right? Correct. Great. And uh, you did mention that you started your technical writing career back in 2014. Um, so what was that one thing you wished you had known when you first started? So uh, I didn't start my technical writing career in 2014. And in 2014, I was in college. Okay. I started my freelancing back then, right? Okay. I started my actual career in 2016. And uh, back then, the idea into technical writing was uh, more inclined towards documentation of the software products, right? So we were working on an operating system in my first company. And at that point of time, the operating system was built on Linux. So uh, the existing set of writers who were already present, they needed a lot of support and our engineering background helped us to document it correctly, right? And uh, going into technical writing, initially we were accustomed only with Microsoft Word and uh, a couple of tools, right? And we were not well-versed with a lot of tools just entering into the industry. So mm -hmm. we made sure that going down the line, we also build our portfolio into video editing as well and uh, making more, uh, what do we say, deliverables in terms of infographics as well as documentation. So that's how we started. All right. All right. That's nice. And uh, let's talk a little bit about your documentation process, Ashok. Uh, how does it look at um, find and who's normally involved in defining the documentation process? So right now, the thing is fairly simple. That is, whenever there's a feature, that's going to go uh, live in the coming days. What we generally tend to do is we create, we try to get in touch with the right set of people. So the right set of people for us is no one, nobody but a subject matter expert. So subject matter experts are always available for us to start with the actual process. It starts on Jira. Okay. Okay. What happens? So what happens is let's say there is a software which is not yet built or there is a feature which is yet to come in the software. So what happens is it starts off with a BRD phase, which is business requirement development. At that point of time, we all are involved knowing what is going or what will be going into the software. So we all are aware about how the software will be built in the coming days. Post that, there is a design phase that is involved. 
in the design phase mockups and uh, creation of wireframes is involved wherein what we try to do is we try to fix the content when it comes to labels text messages error messages or button text so on mm-hmm. that will help the user then and there itself so it's ca- called a part of building the ui and post that we go into a phase wherein we collaborate with engineers who are building the feature and then we parallelly document it so the engineers will build it on test environment and we will document it the processes and all once it moves to a respectable stage called as uat we try to put our snapshots into it as well so along with the actual documentation we include the snapshots and once the snapshot and documentation is ready it goes through a rigorous uh, review process as well where business users uh, testers even our leads and anybody from the subject matter expert side also try to pitch in and give their inputs once we input uh, once we incorporate all their inputs we move that into production so gauri for your exam uh, for for just your reference we are using docs as code methodology so we are writing in markdown as of now okay okay great so that's very elaborate uh, ashok thank you once again for helping us understand the whole process and it looks very uh, detailed as well so and that shows how much importance you give to documentation uh, in the company yes and um, also you mentioned a couple of months ago in your uh, linkedin post that uh, you're looking to hire technical writers yeah that's correct gauri for your information we are still looking for technical writers we lo- we have a lot of requirements yeah uh, the team is budding and uh, that's why we have a requirement of close to 20 to 30 technical writers wow and that's we, a lot <laughs> that's that's a lot yes and that is also because find is currently into an expansion phase we are also looking to hire 1200 engineers by the end of this year wow. so of, of course we have a lot of requirements in the coming months ahead fantastic that's really great to know um, ashok on your growth one thing i wanted to know is because you're already working for a company like find what advice would you give to technical writers looking to get hired um, and work along with you or beneath you yeah that's correct so uh, first of all our expectations are quite simple and at the same time it can be complex for some people as well so i would like to elaborate it so uh, by definition the job of a technical writer is to make complex things simple mm-hmm. now we give the liberty to the technical writers to figure how they can do it how they can achieve it if they can do it in terms of writing that is well enough if they want to do it with uh, Uh, you know uh, visual presentations like video editing like creation of video tutorials that is also okay with us or if they have any other format for that matter let's say uh, putting up some 2d animations infographics or anything that can elaborate and make complex things simple that is the way to go this requires of course a certain amount of technical expertise and prior experience but yes uh, as of now we have not restricted anybody to anything they are free to come they are free to explore how best they can give and contribute to the technical writing space that we have in find and that's how we have been working so far and that's how we will go ahead in the future as well super so for listeners who are looking for a new opportunity or looking to work in a company like find uh, there you go you've got a, a good uh, place to look out for and um, what should every technical writer start doing 
every technical writer can you just elaborate every technical writer in other industries as well or someone who is aspiring to be a technical writer Got yeah i think you can address both of them uh, i think very briefly you mentioned what is fine looking from a technical per- writer's perspective but um, if not fine what in general what should technical writers be uh, should start doing differently in order to make some differences ashok so first of all the thing is we have to understand the difference between what technical writers at india are doing and what technical writers outside india are doing there is a vast difference so for the first and foremost thing to do is try to understand what people outside india are doing so there is a gender diversity in technical writing in india that means uh, female employees are more inclined toward technical writing whereas outside outside india that is not the case so one thing is to attach a particular a uh, specialization or you know field with a gender is something that india should get rid of immediately so even for people even irrespective of gender whether it be male female or third gender one thing they should explore immediately after the completion of graduation or in, during the graduation phase is to think of technical writing as a lucrative space and not as a dying career now most people have this assumption that technical writing is a, at the bottom half of the pyramid but that's not completely true mm-hmm. it need not be at the bottom half of the pyramid you can still have a lot of scope into technical writing in fact in my career i have seen technical writing writers uh, getting enough experience and moving into project management space as well yeah right mm-hmm. so it's not that once you once you enter technical writing you are just stuck in that you are of course not stuck in that so one thing is that we get this gender bias ahead that's point number 1 point number 2 is to build a very good amount of portfolio just as a musician is known for his singing and his music a writer is actually known for his writing samples so whoever is starting his career his or her career into technical writing must believe in building an adequate portfolio because you will know you will be known for your writing even after you die that's as simple as that so apart from these two points i don't think there is anything to uh, be worried about as far as coming into technical writing field is concerned gauri fantastic i'm really uh, happy to get those uh, pointers uh, ashok because um, as you rightly said your writing stays even if you're not there right anymore so that very well said <laughs> and uh, you said you're hiring a lot more technical writers so can you help us understand a little bit about your current structure how many are there in the team what's your reporting uh, how does your reporting uh, look on your documentation who do you report to yes of course so as of now we have multiple product lines available with us and these product lines are of course available on our website so uh, for 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 the audience to understand us better we are not only into e-commerce space but we build e-commerce tech solutions that we that means we have omni channel products cognitive products with us as well and we are as good as any other it industry out there right so mm-hmm. in fact if we are having so many product it is imperative that we have enough amount of documentation yeah. and then that's one of the reason we are looking for blitzkrieg hiring wherein we want to hire more than 20 to 30 more technical writers including those who are into senior positions as well and what we, what we are expecting is for them to lead the documentation space by themselves that means as far as uh, reporting is concerned let me tell you gauri we have a very flat hierarchy 
Yes. So uh, we do not have a fixed core central documentation team. Every project has their own set of localized writers with them who okay. work with the team, who work with the engineers, who work with that project managers and solution architects and all. Right. So a core writing team is not there, of course. It is still in progress. But then working with so many projects, the rep- the hierarchy and reporting also changes. That means some technical writers could report to, uh, you know, uh, probably engineers or some technical writers could report directly to the project manager. But the idea is that there will always be someone who is leading the project who will eventually get to work with that technical writer and possibly lead them ahead. Okay, that's how it is. And as far as my reporting is concerned, I work in a team of project management uh, group. It is the PMG group at Find. Uh, they all lead different solutions. And uh, that is one, uh, I, I report directly to the business project manager, group project manager to be precise. And uh, that that's what the reporting structure has been so far. And in the coming days, we will still have more number of people, more number of senior writers who can take up uh, good positions at our project. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, you spoke about multi-products uh, coming out from Find. So are they all uh, publicly available or are they all private documentation? They are not at all project uh, private documentation. Those projects are available to the public. That's what we have been believing so far, that whatever we build, it is for the public and it is open for the public to see. So uh, to answer it in another way, our documentation needs to be public because that is one entry point to the product itself. So people who will read the documentation, if they are able to see what the product has in place for them, they will be the first one who will come organically and use our product, right? So that's the reason we have kept it in public. We, We have not kept a paywall. We have not kept a login wall. There's nothing like that. In fact, to this date, you can go to help.find.com and know about our products in place. Fantastic. And uh, you did mention about organically coming to your product eventually. So does that mean that you're generating any organic search traffic from your knowledge base, uh, Ashok? Uh, Yes, that's correct. Although we do not have an analytics to prove that. But one thing which we have seen is when uh, new merchants, actually the customers for our particular product is nobody else but merchants. Merchants are the ones who want to sell their products online. So what they do is they have this word of the mouth. One thing which we which has been working for us so far is word of the mouth, right? One mm-hmm. seller, one merchant recommending uh, to the other that you can read the documentation and you can come back and you can purchase the product. So organically, that is one way to go. The other way is uh, we tell people to go to our documentation, read it, and if they want to explore more, they can. Because one thing is we, we have priced our products very economically, right? So we have a trial version for our product as well, just just like Document 360, right? We have a trial version. And once they are able to read the documentation, leverage it and uh, use and complete their trial period, they, of course, want to move to a higher plan, right? So we consider that part also as a very good achievement as far as uh, revenue and coming organically is concerned. Gotcha. Super. I'm Ashok. Um, I think we should now go, move on to the rapid fire questions. I just have only a couple of questions to ask you and I'm sure you're going to rock it. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. I, of course, I'm ready. All right. So who have you learned the most about documentation from in your career? I think it has to be one of the freelancing clients in 2014. 
who started giving me some blogs to write. As far as technical writing is concerned, it has to be uh, my first manager at Find. Right. Thank you. Thank you to, to the manager for finding such a, a good technical writer. And uh, can you share a documentation-related resource you have consumed recently? A documentation-related resource, do you mean the ones uh, we are yeah, using? Blogs or books or any anything that any uh, that you can point out to our audiences so they can get benefited as well. Do you read a lot of blogs, books? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, so, so far, I think there is, there is a website. The name of the website is I Would Rather Be Writing. It's a very good website which has resources and materials and probably all the things which aspiring technical writers uh, should learn. So I would rather be writing this definitely a website I would recommend to all the audience of this podcast. Super. So that's from Tom Johnson, who's been our guest a couple of times in this podcast as well. Right. <laughs> right. So what is the one piece of documentation related advice you would give to your 20-year-old self? To my twenty-year-old self, one piece of one one piece of advice which I can give is the idea that you should not be obsessed with the tools. You should obsess. You should focus on the content and not the tools. Okay, that's very simple and sweet, though. <laughs> yeah. Great. So, anything else you would like to add, Ashok, to our audiences today uh, before we say bye to them? Yeah, one, one thing is, it is for everybody, for this audience and whoever is aspiring to be a technical writer. Uh, one thing is quite simple that uh, writing is something that doesn't come naturally to everybody. It is, of course, a skill and it is not a talent. So one has to build that skill continuously over a period of time. So uh, you, you as a technical writer... Uh, if there is any gap, then you should make sure that you build that gap, you fill that gap, and then you are uh, moving on with your practice. And the other part of it is, of course, as I said before, is creation of portfolio. Because one thing is, you will be known for your portfolio in the coming days. And one of the evaluation criteria, by the way, Gauri, this is very important. Mm -hmm. One of the evaluation criteria for interviews these days for technical writer is the number of deliverables they have worked upon in their career. So if you have did API documentation and uh, uh, infographics, video tutorials, and other kind of resources like, uh, what do we say, white papers, newsletters, and something that is inclined towards the social media side as well, you become an overall package of technical writing person. And that is one kind of a resource that no organization uh, wants to ignore. So you can definitely build a very lucrative career into technical writing. That would be my final message. Fantastic. Again, uh, um, Ashok, as I mentioned in the beginning of this call, um, looking forward to hear a lot from you and you did not disappoint me at all or the audience. I appreciate all your time spent and the efforts in making this podcast uh, such a big success. And again, good luck with your hiring process and also for all the new team members who will be joining with you in Find. Thank you, Gauri. It's, a, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. And at the same time, I would like to thank you for wishing us luck with the process. Of course, with more number of writers, we will. I would definitely recommend them to come to you for giving out certain reviews or any other thing as far as uh, technical writing and podcasts are concerned. Thank you so much, Gauri. Fantastic. 
Take care, Ashok, and uh, yeah, bye bye. Bye bye, Gauri. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast. Please head to iTunes, rate, and provide honest feedback on the podcast. See you next week.